Well, hello, lovelies. It's Tuesday, which means just one thing. A new episode of my Sexy Stories podcast. Welcome. My name is Virginia Waits. Please come into my parlour. We gather for delightfully naughty, deliciously sexy tales of the paranormal at The Manor, the exclusive adults-only club in the heart of the English countryside. Please be a darling and support our little enterprise by picking up your copy of the companion e-book for all the delicious plot we don't have time for in the podcast. All links are at my website, virginiawaits.com, or search for my name, Virginia Waits, at your favourite online retailer, and up it will pop. Last time at the manor, Pippa had taken Josh under her wing, or just under her generally, if you know what I mean. However, while the wolves are settling down, Lucy has plans to find out more about Josh's old pack. She never leaves a threat on the horizon unchecked. She has sent half-fay Ollie and his main squeeze and her right-hand man, Draga, to Manchester to investigate the issue. Ollie is gifted at glamours, so the couple can move freely without being recognised if Josh's uncle has done his homework. However, to be at his best... Ollie's magic needs to be fully charged. The best way to do this is intimate contact with a powerful magical being. It's lucky that Draga fits this exact description. Welcome to the Manor, Season 1, Episode 5. Sit back, relax. And I shall begin. Ollie stepped out of the shower feeling delightfully fresh and clean. The bath towels were lovely and soft and huge, so he dried off, wrapped one around his waist and meandered into the other room. I was beginning to think you were hiding from me. Draga said from where he was lying on the bed. Just making sure I was spotless, Ollie replied and gave his lover a coy little smile. Now why on earth would I be hiding from you? Draga put the book he had been reading on the bedside table and gracefully stood up. At six foot, Ollie was reasonably tall by human standards, but Draga towered over him at six foot four. Draga was one of the few people who could make Ollie feel small, and he loved it. 
Maybe because we have your disrespectful behaviour to discuss from this afternoon, Draga said, stepping up to Ollie and looming over him. Ollie's cock throbbed and twitched under his towel. He liked this game. If Draga had been upset for real, they would have talked it out at the time. But Ollie was more than happy to play along with the charade. Sex was just what he needed to restore his magic to full strength. It wasn't that he leached magic from other powerful supernatural beings, but being close to them did recharge his batteries. Being intimate was like an extra boost that could take him up that extra notch. He'd never once worn down his reserves in an ordinary situation since being in a relationship with Draga. How may I serve you, master? he asked. Always, every single time, calling Draga master made him shiver inside. He had known he had sub-tendencies since he was a teenager. Outside the bedroom, he would be the first to admit he could be a mouthy little shit who enjoyed getting his own way when he could. When it came to sex, however, being dominated reduced him to a quivering wreck. He had also known since being a teenager exactly who it was he wanted to dominate him. It had just taken him a while to convince Draga they made a perfect couple. He had complete trust in his lover. Lose the towel, Draga said. Ollie loosened it immediately, folding it and putting it on the chair. He stood there naked as Draga's gaze raked up and down his body, and his cock twitched again. It was like Draga ignited a fire in him that was impossible to put out. When his lover beckoned him, he walked over, stopping just in front of Draga with his eyes slightly lowered. On your knees was the next instruction. Ollie sank down until his knees touched the carpet as he knelt up in front of Draga. You will put that rebellious mouth to good use, Draga told him, punctuating the words by releasing his belt and fly and pushing them open and down a little. Draga was one of those people who rarely saw the need for underwear, so Ollie was presented with a lovely cock right in his eyeline. Although Draga had hair on his face and head, everywhere else the dragon shifter was completely hairless. No body hair of any kind. Where most shifters were human with animal in their supernatural DNA, 
Ollie always thought of Draga as dragon with some human in him. It was as if Draga's body was made for scales, not fur, and Ollie loved to explore that body any way he was permitted to. Show me how much you want me, Oliver, Draga told him and just stood there. Ollie leaned in. But. Only your mouth, Draga added. Ollie looked up at his lover through his lashes before leaning even further in. He breathed, taking in the scent of sex from Draga before breathing over that delicious cock. His mouth watered. Pushing his nose against Draga's skin, he darted out his tongue, running it from the root of his lover's cock to the tip. His own cock throbbed at the taste of Draga on his tongue. It was the sexiest taste in the world. When he heard Draga hum in appreciation, he did the same again from a different angle. He was a little disappointed that the jeans meant he couldn't get at his lover's balls properly. He would have loved to suck first one, then the other into his mouth, gently rolling them to give warm, wet pleasure. He had to content himself with mouthing and licking along Draga's shaft until he finally let himself lick up the delicious slit, already wet with pre-cum. He was enjoying himself so much he almost forgot whose pleasure was important until Draga cleared his throat. Ollie ran his tongue up Draga's length one more time, but when he reached the end, he sucked the tip into his mouth, swirling his tongue around it. This earned him an appreciative moan, so he sucked some more and employed his tongue. He could play with Draga's cock all night if allowed, but there was one thing he did not do. He did not take his lover in deep. It was perfectly calculated. He knew what was coming precisely when it did. Draga's hands tangled in his hair, pulling him closer and forcing that delicious cock down his throat. He gagged the first time, but adjusted quickly. After all, this was what he had been planning on. He opened his throat and let Draga fuck his mouth as hard as the fancy took him. Ollie's cock throbbed in time with each thrust as he sucked in air in those precious moments between being used. It was amazing, and his brain prickled with endorphins as his other senses prickled with magic. 
When Draga pulled back and those strong fingers tightened in his hair, he reveled in what came next. Draga's seed hit his tongue and he swallowed, taking everything his lover had to give as Draga shuddered in his mouth. As he was released, he stayed exactly where he was. You did that deliberately, Draga said. Ollie stayed silent. You are lucky I enjoyed it, Draga continued. Part of Ollie preened, but he did not show it on the outside. This was far from over. Draga left him kneeling there, hard and wanting, tucking his own cock away behind those wicked jeans. Lie down. Draga ordered. Ollie climbed onto the bed without hesitation. How, master? he asked. On your back, Draga said, and pull your legs apart. I want to see your needy hole. Ollie's stomach fluttered and his cock throbbed. With a hand behind each knee, he pulled his legs up and back. Like this, master, he asked. Wider was the only instruction as Draga turned away. Ollie did as he was told. It wasn't comfortable, but then comfort was not the point. When Draga turned back, he was holding a bottle of lube. I know that traitorous little hole too well, Draga told him. It likes to defy me. I am going to open it up, slowly and carefully, so it cannot deny whatever I want. Ollie swallowed. You may not come, Oliver. Am I clear? Draga asked. Yes, master, he replied. Draga sat on the bed between his legs and dribbled lube over Ollie's balls and down over his hole. It was cold, and he mewed in the back of his aching throat. You do not deserve warmed lube, Draga told him. Yes, master, he replied. Draga ran his fingers through the lube, teasing round Ollie's balls and over his hole. He kept himself as hairless as his lover, and Draga's touch skipped over his smooth skin. He'd even taken a little longer in the shower to make sure, which meant his balls were just that little bit more sensitive. I like it that you shaved for me, Oliver, Draga said. Does it make my touch harder? Yes, master. But I am not interested in the outside at the moment. As Draga spoke, he slipped two lubed fingers into Ollie up to the hilt. Ollie gasped. He hadn't been expecting that quite so directly. 
Were you touching yourself in the shower? Trage demanded almost instantly. Only to be clean, master, I promise, Ollie swore. Trage glared at him as if he didn't quite believe, before twisting those two fingers and making Ollie gasp again. Then this is a greedy little hole today, Draga said. I will have to make sure to stretch it well. Ollie couldn't help it. He moaned deep in his throat. Draga rewarded him by bending those fingers and finding his prostate, making him pant and throw his head back again. His legs were aching at the angle, but he made sure to hold still so he was on full display. Draga pulled his fingers almost all the way out before dribbling more lube onto them and slowly pushing them back in. We can't have a dry hole, can we, Oliver? he said, working those delightful fingers in and out some more. You must be slick and wanting by the time I fuck you. Ollie's engorged dick jumped at those words. There was nothing he loved more in the world than having Draga buried balls deep in him. I don't think this is quite enough, Draga said eventually, pulling his fingers back. Lifting his head, Ollie watched his lover use the lube to cover his thumbs. Draga had big hands to go with his large cock, and that meant big thumbs. Spreading his long fingers over the underside of Ollie's legs, Draga pushed one thumb inside him. That was the easy part. Pulling that thumb slightly to the side, Draga placed his other thumb against the first, lightly touching Ollie's ass. He whined as Draga pushed the second thumb into him, spreading him wider. That's better, Draga said, massaging the back of Ollie's thighs with his fingers, which moved those thumbs as well. I want to feel you stretched. Breathing through the burn as his arse complained, Ollie forced his muscles to relax. He was good at this. He loved this, and he trusted every touch. Draga was strong, incredibly strong, even with the collar he always wore. Ollie knew Draga could rip him in half if he so chose but he had complete faith in his lover's control. As Draga eased his thumbs apart, Ollie knew it would never be more than he could take. Very good, Oliver, Draga praised. Remember to breathe. Ollie took a deep breath. Sometimes things were so intense he forgot.
massaging his legs and his buttocks and moving those thumbs further apart, millimeter by millimeter. Thaga opened him up. His ass complained and his muscles screamed, but it was all an ache with not a hint of sharp pain as Draga eased into him. It made him moan and pant, and he almost begged for more, but he hadn't been told he could do that, so he kept his mouth shut. When Draga removed his thumbs, it was a relief and torturous at the same time, because Ollie needed more. Draga was stretching him far more than was necessary for simple sex, but he was pretty sure that was his punishment, and he loved it. You should see yourself, Draga told him, sliding three fingers into him this time, just begging for more. Ollie groaned as Draga pushed past his knuckles, sinking in those three fingers as far as they would go. So very needy, Draga said, but not enough yet. His hole opened, accepting Draga's fingers as his master twisted them round, moving them slowly in and out. I don't think you've learned your lesson quite yet, Oliver, Draga told him, pulling his fingers out again. I have to make sure this little hole can't defy me like you did today. Ollie whimpered as Draga pushed four fingers into him. The stretch burned, and his arse ached as he kept his knees up and back. He took more on a regular basis on stage, but there was plenty of warm-up before that with lots of interesting toys. Here it was just Draga's fingers. It hurt, but Ollie reveled in it. You are doing well, Draga said, and Ollie basked in the praise. You've opened for me. I think you could take my whole hand. Ollie whimpered again. If that's what Draga wanted, that's what he would give him. But, Draga went on, I think those are games more suited to home. I will let you have your reward now. Draga pulled his fingers free, standing up and pushing off his jeans completely, stepping out of them with all the grace he always showed. His cock was long and proud, thick and dark pink. Ollie could still taste it on his tongue, and his arse clenched at the memory. Other than that, he did not move. He had not been given permission to do so. Draga took the bottle of lube and spread a generous amount on his beautiful cock, while Ollie drank in the sight. When his lover climbed back on the bed, he held himself still, 
and waited. Are you ready for me? Draga asked. Always, master, he replied. His legs were pushed further up and apart as Draga insinuated himself in the gap. Ollie breathed in tight little gasps of anticipation as the head of Draga's cock just touched his entrance. How much do you want me? More than I can say. Ollie scored himself a point for being coherent. What will you do for me? Anything. Good boy, Draga said and pushed into him. Not all the way, but enough to keep him open, and he moaned quietly. His muscles shook under the tension, but he did not move. Well done, Oliver, Draga said, and sank in the rest of the way. Ollie whined at the back of his throat as he was filled. Now I am going to take my pleasure of your body, Draga told him, thrusting his hips. You may come at any time tonight if you must, but it would make me very happy if you come only when I give you explicit permission. Do you understand? He hummed. Do you understand? Draga asked, pulling out a little way and thrusting back in. Yes, master, Ollie said. Good. It was going to be a wild ride. When they played this game, it always was. Ollie knew Draga would do everything and anything to make him come, and his one and only job was not to. Tell me when you feel the greatest pleasure, Draga instructed and pushed into him again. Ollie put his head back, knowing that if he watched Draga he would have no chance. There was only so much he could take, and seeing his lover pound into him was something likely to send him spiralling into ecstasy before he could do anything about it. With the next few thrusts, Draga moved his legs and hips, changing the angle at which they came together, until Draga's cock brushed past Ollie's prostate at exactly the right pressure and speed. There, master, he said, a moan in his voice with honesty the only way forward. Well done, Oliver. Draga said again and made his insides light up with more than physical pleasure. Ollie closed his eyes and held on as Draga began to fuck him in earnest. Every single thrust was dead on, making his nerves sizzle and his ass ache in the most delightful way. His body wanted release so very, very badly as the pleasure centres of his brain fired over and over again. 
He could feel Draga's hands on his body, manhandling him into exactly the position his master wanted. He could feel Draga's cock inside him, sliding smoothly in and out of his hole with unending precision. His orgasm was right there in front of him, waiting. It was not a matter of reaching out to grab it, more a matter of pushing it away with everything he had. And what made it worse was the magic. Every touch was so intimate, so complete, and every single one brought with it Draga's magic. Not only was his lover in him physically, but metaphysically as well, and that was taking the fey part of him to new heights. His muscles were shaking, his magic was trembling, and it was all adding up to being completely mind-blowing. Ollie felt like his bones were melting as he desperately held off his orgasm. Draga would not punish him if he came without permission, but his master would not be pleased. Ollie wanted nothing more than to please Draga. He was magic drunk as his lover thrust into him over and over again. Each stroke sent his nerves ringing with the power of the dragon shifter. It was incredible and heady, and that was one part he couldn't quite control. His mind was expanding without his conscious consent. It was nothing someone not of his own kind would pick up, but it was also not something he had any ability to stop. He could keep it in check by resisting the power transfer somewhat, but the idea of this sex was to make sure he was as charged as he could possibly be, so he had to let go. His magical sense expanded outward, flowing free of his body as that remained very much grounded in the sex. It didn't exactly help, but at least it was different to the physical release so very, very close he followed his magic out, using it as a distraction even though it fed the flames as well, and it took him into the ether. When it came to magic, distance was not consistent. Proximity could help to feel things, but magical power also had an effect. Magic called to magic, so his senses danced in directions he could not easily follow. He touched something light and cheerful, but flitted on like a butterfly without knowing what it was. Every place had magical things, some animate, some not, and his senses fluttered over what was around him. Only belatedly did he realise something seemed to be dragging him on. He was so strung out on magic and sex, he barely had enough brain power to comprehend anything, let alone that his senses were expanding beyond what was sensible. He was high and flying. When he touched something else, he cried out, lifting up off the bed as his back arched. But it was not pleasure that consumed him. 
It was only the briefest of brushes as his magic tried to comprehend what it found. But it filled him with cold. Ollie, he heard, but could not reply. Darkness, sickening, soul-sucking darkness tried to grab him. It made him feel contaminated, as what was in him rejected what it was sensing. This was not clean, bright magic. It was not even grey. This was black and seething and disgusting. It made Ollie's whole being rebel. But he was so high on endorphins he couldn't think to do anything about it. Pimpernel, their safe words slipped from his lips in desperation. He was so confused, so repelled, that he couldn't make much sense of what was happening. He was aware he was moving, or being moved, but he wasn't sure why or where, and all he could do was feel. Draga was there, so powerful, so controlled, and he sank into his awareness of his lover with everything he had. Anything to chase away the vile feeling that had seemed to be trying to eat into his very soul. It was a long time before things began to make sense, and he realised he was crying. He was wrapped in a big, fluffy robe, and he was being held against Draga's strong chest, rocking gently as Draga stroked his hair. Come back to me, love, Draga said gently. You're safe. Everything's okay. Ollie let his lover's voice bring him back, but he moved when Draga began to repeat it again. Their love-making had been intense before, putting Ollie into a heightened state, but he had never lost time like this. Ollie, can you talk to me? Draga asked, voice just as gentle. He managed to hum a reply, but it took him a moment. Did I hurt you? Draga asked, and Ollie could sense the tightness of the question even though the tone did not change. He shook his head, probably a bit too fast, but he couldn't bear the idea of Draga thinking this was his fault. He felt Draga relax a little at his vehement denial. Is this okay? Draga asked him, continuing to rock and pet him. This time Ollie nodded. It was helping. If you need something, please tell me, Draga said, and Ollie nodded again. Not that he had any words yet. He cuddled into his lover, hoping that said everything he needed to say and slowly his mind and body came into line again. Wasn't you, he finally managed to say, something he had to pause. Take your time, Draga told him, kissing him gently on the forehead. Draga's calm instruction helped him focus, and he did as he was told. After a few deep breaths, he felt much more centred. There's magic out there, he said slowly and quietly. Bad magic. I touched it. It was horrible. He shivered, 
Draga pulled him closer, stroking down his back. What should I do? Draga asked, calm and collected, which was exactly what Ollie needed. Hold me, he said quietly. It had been a horrible shock at the worst time, and he needed the comfort. Draga moved them into a more comfortable position and made sure Ollie was up close against him from shoulder to knee. He relaxed into it gratefully. He put his arm around Draga's waist and let the sense of his lover overcome everything else. I think, he said eventually, there might be more than a rogue alpha in this city. I don't doubt it. Draga replied. But you do not have to worry about that now. We will find out tomorrow. Ollie nodded against Draga's chest. That sounded like a very good idea. And there we have it, lovelies, the end of this week's episode. I hope you found Ollie and Draga stimulating. I know I did. If you would like to find out what it was that interrupted their recreation, pick up your copy of the book of the episode with all the lovely additional plot, as well as the naughty bits. It really helps us, so thank you to all who do. The books are available from all major online retailers. Links are at virginiawaits.com. To show our appreciation, the book of episode one is free for everyone. Next week we will have episode six, Virgin Sacrifice, which sounds fun, doesn't it? So pop back then. And a small favour, lovelies, if you would not mind, please do me the honour of subscribing to the podcast so you never miss an instalment. It would make me so very happy. Until next time, lovelies, stay safe. Music from filmmusic.io Moonlight Hall by Kevin MacLeod Incomtech.com License CC by creativecommons.org <laughs>